You are listening to the Elseworld Citizen Podcast. Music provided by YouTube and its affiliates. The Elseworld Citizen Podcast is made possible thanks to listeners like you. If you'd like to continue to show support, follow us on Instagram at Elseworld Citizen and on Twitter at Elseworld Civ. If you are so kind, you can even contribute to the show by following the link in the show notes or the support link on the Anchor app. The views expressed in the interviews and commentary of this podcast are solely those of the individuals providing them and do not reflect the opinions of any comic book publishers, its parent affiliates, or subsidiary companies. We thank you again for your support, and we hope you enjoy the show. Salutations, Elseworld citizens. Welcome back to episode 12 of season three of the show. Thank you guys so much uh, for joining us today. And thank you so much for listening over these last uh, couple of weeks. We've had a huge viewership push over this last month and a half, and I cannot thank you all enough for the amazing support you have shown through the Anchor app and through Apple Podcasts. Please continue to share the show. Tell your friends about it because we're going to have such incredible comics coming up uh, in the next month and a half leading up to Christmas and the new year, followed by a launch of a brand new podcast in 2020 under the Elseworlds Citizen umbrella. I cannot wait to share it with you guys. Um, That's the biggest tease I can give. I can't really give anything else away. But right now, let's jump into our show. Today, we have two comics, well, actually a collection of comics and a indie comic that I want to share with you all because just to give a little recap, I did a survey uh, over the week on my Instagram page, and the big conversation was, what is everyone interested in uh, hearing me talk about. Are you interested in Marvel comics, more DC, uh, more indie? And the majority said, we want to hear more DC comics, of course, and we want to hear more Marvel comics. Indie comics didn't uh, hit as many marks, but I want to still share what I've read and what I have on the docket for the show, um, which is this week's uh, this week is kind of the final episode of the old list of Elseworld Citizen. Moving forward, I'm going to try and feature more Marvel and more DC. Um, and I'll probably be dedicating an episode maybe on Sundays that will be for indie comics. That being said, let's jump into the today's episode. First off, with an indie comic, this is A Girl in the Himalayas by David Jesus Vignoli. We recently featured his New World comic on the show as well. This is his premiere comic, the first comic he ever created, uh, and that was ever sold via Kindle and Comixology and so forth, and also sold via print. And it is a truly remarkable book that I cannot recommend enough. It's great for this time of year, of course, because of the winter snow themes. Um, I'm I'm getting nostalgia from being a local New Jersey boy. I want to feature more holiday-themed comics. 
So today we're going to talk a little quickly about A Girl in the Himalayas and then move on to the big collection of comics that I have for you guys in Marvel. But first, let's talk about this one. Um, this was all done, written, drawn by David Jesus Finoli. Um, and it the it's very minimalistic art styles, but this allows you to really become uh, entrapped in the riveting story of this comic. So let's let me read the description here for you guys. Beyond the peaks and valleys of the Himalayan mountains lies a magical sanctuary. Protected from the chaos of man, it is home to immortal beings and mystical creatures. When Viaya, a young human, is brought into the sanctuary for her protection, some immortals fear her presence may lead to their ruin. But as mankind draws ever closer to the sanctuary's borders, Viaya will have to prove that there is more to being human than the violence her f- new family fears beyond their borders. David Hazes Vinoli's debut graphic novel explores the astonishing potential of the human spirit. It is 176 pages. It is available on Comixology as well as Kindle and in paperback. You can currently buy it on Kindle for just under $8. It's a 53% discount. It's usually sold for about $9 or $17 in uh, paperback. You can actually get it for $12 paperback right now on Amazon as well. And I just got to say again, it's a beautiful book, incredible art style, very minimalistic, but you just, you get a great amount of you know, uh, emotion and passion out of the characters' faces, and you just you just love following this girl's journey as she tries to walk that line of looking out for her, you know, adopted family, and also trying to uh, you know understand the human side as well. Trying to talk about the the better the better half of ourselves as human beings, and that. Despite the fact that we may be fearful or dangerous, we can always be better, better beings, um, and that we're we're not always a threat to one another, uh, demon or you know spirit, mystical creature or human. Um, and, and the character designs again are incredible, and I absolutely love this book. It's a fun little read. If you are interested in it, I highly recommend it. Seek it out. Let us move on to. The collection of comics that I have for you guys today because Disney Plus recently revealed the Marvel's What If, which will be on the new Disney Plus streaming service coming this winter uh, into 2020. And Marvel's What If is the Elseworlds of Marvel Comics. Um, This is a style of comic book that was really... It really allowed writers and artists to really have fun and experiment and come up with new ideas, uh, the what-if scenarios of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, sometimes even including themselves in the works of art, and just really being able to apply all the creative muscles, you know, all the creative ideas into standalone comics that allowed you to take new fun journeys with these characters 
and not have to worry about continuity, not have to worry about, is there something else coming after this? Nope. It's one story, one what if, and enjoy it as it is. Or, you know, and then you're able to pick it down, put it down and find out what happens in the next story of a completely different scenario. Um, I, I really have a fun time reading these and the, um, and this is a great time to pick them up. Uh, they usually go for about 30 to $40 on Amazon Kindle. Um, but that's also because you're getting about 12 stories per book, give or take, um, in total, there's somewhere around, I believe it's 40, about 47 to 50, uh, uh, comics that came out under the what if title. And they're so much fun. This is this is where the artists and the writers really were able to test out their ideas and concepts without having to worry about someone having to look at it and go, no, that's not right. That's not what we're doing right now. Didn't matter. It allowed them to just have fun. And it really is fun for the readers too. So if you're curious about Marvel's What If that's going to be on Disney+, Plus, I highly recommend that you look at Marvel's What If Volume 1 which is on uh, Amazon Kindle, and uh, you can get it for paperback as well. might be a little bit more expensive. Now, we have some great what-if stories that are going to be happening on the show that have no connection, mind you, to these comics, but they're still in the same spirit, still in the same ideas. And I think that, you know, you guys will be able to kind of... There's going to be more weight to it. You're going to feel the value of watching Marvel's What If after having already read the collection of work that came, that is the inspiration for what will be this new animated series. So many, there's so many comics in here that you realize, oh, well, these are story arcs that I know in comics to, you know, present, or I know versions of these that are currently existing. This is where they all come from, the Marvel's What If. And that's something that I love to talk about here on Elseworld Citizen because the point, the title of this show is Elseworld Comics, the DC corner of the standalone concept pieces that are the, you know, when we ask, well, what if we spun it so that Batman was a vampire and he, you know, he he wasn't such a great, uh, such a good vigilante. He was actually a really, a, truly a criminal, you know, different things like that. What if the origin of the Joker was completely different? Heck, we even have a movie that's out right now, Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, which is truly speaking, I mean, it really is an Elseworld story. So there's so much, so much that is being created right now on both sides of the table, whether you're you love the MCU or you love what Warner Brothers is doing with DC. They're both trying to tap into this idea of giving the creative freedom back a little bit more or at least allowing some leg, leg room so that we can, we can experience as fans and as creators, we can start to really truly test out these new concepts and new ideas that are based in what we already know but are presented in a new, fresh way, a different way that we've never seen before. And now that doesn't mean that you might like, love it entirely. It may not be, you know, story arcs may not be the easiest thing to swallow, 
uh, easiest pill to swallow, excuse me. But it allow it, it it creates this this there's this moment for me at least when I read comic books like this, where my brain stops, like I have to stop and truly think about what is this story trying to tell me? What what is the concept here that I'm I'm meant to grasp? What's the message? And then on top of that. What is the the character's purpose? What is this newfound purpose that the character goes through? Because this is it. It's not like I have another another number two or number three to go off of. All I have is this one comic, and I might be five or ten pages in, and I know, I you know, your brain starts to kind of work in overdrive in a sense, and your imagination, your excitement, because you don't know what the next page brings. Because you've never seen your these characters do this before, it's it's an incredible feeling, and I'm so excited that once again we are getting another another style of storytelling like this through Disney Plus and in animated form too. I I mean, you you guys, if you've been listening to me forever, you know how much of an animation fan I am. I love animated shows and I love animated films. And I'm just so stoked to see Marvel's What If on Disney+. Plus. It's, it's great. We've been teased with three key story arcs. We've been teased with what if Pe- Peggy Carter was uh, Cap- Captain America. What if Peggy Carter went through the super soldier training instead of Steve Rogers? Uh, we got what if, um, what if Marvel Zombies was a thing? Um, which is really cool, by the way. Uh, if you seek that out, seek out Marvel Zombies. It's really interesting comics. Um, but it that we already know that it's going to be an interaction between Bucky and Cap as a zombie, which is really fun. We also got a tease that uh, what if Star War uh, Star Lord? Excuse me. What if Star Lord was never uh, Peter Quill? What if it was uh, T'Challa? What if Black Panther was really Star-Lord? Um, so that that's going to be really interesting. Um, and, of course, we also got a recent tease that what if Steve Rogers had the first Iron Man suit? Instead of it being Tony, what if, uh, what if Tony's dad, uh, Howard Stark, what if Howard Stark built an Iron Man suit for Steve Rogers? So just... I, I'm geeking out about it. I love it. I love it. Uh, it's going to be so much fun to watch. Um, and I hope you guys seek out Marvel's What If in volume in the volume collections. Read up, explore all the different weird, wacky stories, and hey, maybe one of the ep- in one or two of the episodes that are launched on Disney Plus, we might catch these stories. You never know. So thank you guys again for listening. I am your host, of course, TJ Aquilina. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Citizen, And thank you so much for listening to the show. You can listen to it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen to the show. Please make sure to uh, leave a comment or leave a review. It really does, uh, does some good for the show. And if you really love the show, make sure to support us on the Anchor app. Really do so, guys. Um, because there's uh, a video message option that you can send to me. Or if you're really interested, why don't you uh, write into the show? 
I have an email for the show. It's elseworldcitizen at gmail.com. And uh, write in some questions or write in a recommendation of a comic you'd like me to feature. I am more than happy to do so, especially going into the new year. Going to start the show anew again with season four. New intro, new logo maybe. We'll see. I might uh, just change it up just a little bit. Um, And, of course, uh, my brand-new podcast that I'll be launching in 2020. I actually technically have two, but I have one that's going to be part of the Elseworld Citizen umbrella uh, that I cannot wait to show you guys. The teaser for that will come uh, for cr- on Christmas. So look out Christmas week for the brand new podcast that will be launched under the Elseworld Citizen uh, umbrella, so to speak. Thank you guys again for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And as always, keep an Elseworld state of mind. You've been listening to the Elseworld Citizen Podcast, music provided by YouTube and its affiliates. The Elseworld Citizen Podcast is made possible thanks to listeners like you. If you'd like to continue to show support, follow us on Instagram at Elseworld Citizen and on Twitter at Elseworld Civ. If you are so kind, you can even contribute to the show by following the link in the show notes or the support link on the Anchor app. The views expressed in the interviews and commentary of this podcast are solely those of the individuals providing them and do not reflect the opinions of any comic book publishers, its parent affiliates, or subsidiary companies. Thank you again, and we hope you've enjoyed the show.